Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. It is another warm welcome to our audience, to you, the listener out there. I have with me in studio today my guest, Mr. Adrian Meyerberg of Jazzwick. And in this episode, we will have a conversation to discuss and to determine what exactly Jazzwick is and its relevance within the plumbing industry. We will also be discussing and looking at what the criteria are and what the process is for products and components to be listed with Jazzwick. Adrian. A warm welcome back to you to this uh, podcast. Thanks for your time and your effort in joining me. Hi, Willem. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, it's always uh, beneficial to let people know what you do or why things are being done. So, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. The greatest purpose of these or the greater purpose of these podcasts is, after all, to share information uh, with our audience. Yes, just before we give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, have a listen to this. This episode is brought to you by Advanced Valves. This year, various role players in the plumbing industry will gather once more for an ultimate boxing showdown. And it's all in the name of charity. Yes, the plumbing industry is gearing up for this year's Champions for Charity boxing match. This white-collar boxing event will ultimately see various average Joes step into the ring and give boxing a bash. If you want to find out more about sponsorships or want to get involved, please email c4c at prrb.co.za for more. Adrian, so my ritual, my normal ritual is to just have you introduce yourself to the audience before I fire away with all of the other questions that I have for you. What is your current role within Jazzwick and what is Jazzwick's involvement within the plumbing industry? Okay, Willem, I am the current national chairman of, or chairperson, sorry, ladies, of the Jazzwick Executive Committee. Um, Basically, Jazzwick maintains a list of acceptable pipes and fittings in accordance with the municipal bylaws. Uh, some of the bylaws refer to Jazzwick by name, others just refer to the list, or some bylaws refer to the list, but through council resolutions confirmed to accept the Jazzwick list. Oh. Um, we don't only uh, serve the local authority, or we don't only... Uh, provide for the local authority, plumbers, architects, engineers, quantity surveyors, any building specifiers, all make use of the list. And then, of course, the always present manufacturers, they'll quickly drop your line if their opposition is not uh, on the list just at that moment, just to confirm that the bylaws should be restricting them. So, yeah, a lot of people that are involved or that make use of the list. All the different stakeholders. Yes, when was uh, Jaswick established? Jaswick was established in the early 1980s by a group of municipalities, Water Research Commission, SABS, and funny enough, IOPSA as an industry representative also involved at that stage. All right. And what type of organization is it? I mean, is it a non-profit? Uh, is, it a, is it a CC? Is it a PTY? LTD? 
It's very difficult to define Jazzweek as an organization. Yes, we are a nonprofit, but basically we are a group of municipal officials Mm -hmm. with delegated authority from our employers to assess applications from manufacturers to be listed. Um, We have uh, uh, water engineers. We have various representatives from all the different uh, local authorities or metros, municipalities, regional councils, a- anyone with a, um, a vested or oh, sorry, with a, an interest in the actual application of these uh, fittings or the actual approval of these fittings. All right, Adrian. So, so you mentioned that, uh, you know, quite a, quite a few representatives from municipalities. Um, is Jaswick then an independent organization? Um, and how is, how is it governed? I mean, what you you mentioned that your role, your current role within Jazzwick is national chairperson, but how is it governed? Is it independent, and how is it governed? Yeah, like like I said, it's it's difficult to define, but we are made up of representative members from mainly local authorities, and according to our constitution, we have to have, if I say, office bearers in inverted commas. Um, myself being the chairperson, uh, then there's a vice chairperson and a financial guy that gets elected from within the committee. Mm-hmm. And then the venue uh, being the admin or the, the taking of the minutes, catering, etc., would be covered by the hosting municipality because we rotate the meeting venues, but mostly up in Houting. Okay. That's quite interesting. What we, we slightly you slightly touched when you uh, introduced your current role uh, within your organization and its involvement within the plumbing industry. You slightly uh, it, it touched on the subject of its relevance uh, within the plumbing industry. But could you could you elaborate on the relevance of such a list or a register for that matter within the plumbing industry? For sure. Um, Plumbing work must comply with national regulations and standards and all applicable bylaws. And one of the common threads throughout all of these documents is, amongst others, that approved type material and fittings be used. Um, Therefore, plumbers must use compliant products and components. And if we look at SANS 10252.1 for water installations, SANS 10252.2 for drainage, as well as SANS 10400.P, all of them state that material must be of an approved type. Mm. So years ago, there used to be traveling salesmen knocking on the doors of the various local authority promoting their specific products. Uh-huh. Some better than others, and in lots of the cases, the acceptance of these products then lay in the hands of the individual that might or might not be directly involved with its use, etc. So what has happened is with this list, there's now a procedure to follow. You have officials... Um, with no commercial or vested interests or or any involvement other than being technical people, where these applications are dealt with by anywhere from four to 12 different individuals, uh, given this uh, sub-acceptance committee size. So in short, the list is a uniform reference point for material that would be acceptable for use within the area of jurisdiction of those local authorities Mm -hmm. that make use of the list. And the... The, just as a, as a side note, the bylaws of a lot of these local authorities allow for the city engineer or the executive director for infrastructure and engineering to accept material that, are not, that is not even on the list or add restrictions pertaining to the use of those products. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Uh, there are approved plastic piping systems and fittings on the list. 
but some local authorities, including ours, require that the physical connection onto a geyser be done with one and a half to two meters worth of copper pipe before switching to plastic material. So mm-hmm. even once on the list, if deemed necessary, um, there could be additional requirements as far as the approval that's concerned. So yes, we are reasonably involved within the plumbing industry and even uh, as or we even have a seat on some of the uh, technical committees and that working on the standards and such. Mm. I wanted to offer what this register offers uh, the industry uh, manufacturers and the general public, but I can, I can actually rephrase that question. I can actually ask you, uh, what, what are the benefits uh, and who benefits from, from this register or this list? I mean, is it is it the industry, you know, the, the installers, the plumbers out there? Uh, is it the, the manufacturers that, that list their products on the, on the list or the register? Or is it the, the general public? Who benefits from it? I, I would like to think everybody you've listed now, um, starting from the manufacturers, like I said, instead of having a regional salesman or a traveling salesman having to go from Cape Town to Uppington to Joburg to KZN all over the place back to Bloemfontein, they have a one-stop shop where a manufacturer could uh, do an application. They get accepted and their name or they get listed. And then everybody with access to that list. And it's as simple as logging onto the website. And whether you're a municipal official in Pitson, Nevada, or whether you are an architect wanting to specify material for a project, uh, anyone, whether you're a plumber being asked to install something you're not familiar with, you can access the list. Um, it is literally as simple as logging on to the list or logging onto the website, which we'll touch on later. But uh, basically, um, from the manufacturers to the specifiers, architects, it, it, it's simply a question of once you're on that list, it affords the consumer, the plumber, the municipality, it affords you that uh, comfort or that mm. assurance that someone has actually looked at this material and the fact that it's on the list means that it needed or it's, it actually complies with that specific uh, spec or standard that it needs to. Just before we continue the conversation, have a listen to this. Introducing the Plumbing Industry Registration Board Company Registration Portal. Now you can register your company to have access to more benefits, including purchasing and allocating certificates of compliance to your PRB-registered employees. Visit www.pirb.co.za to find out more information. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy-to-follow courses can be found on iopsitraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. Welcome back. We'd like to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Advanced Valves. Adrian, let's talk about, you, you, you said just now uh, that somebody has looked at that material, but let's talk about, uh, you know, the testing thereof, looking at the material. There's certainly it has to go through some kind of a process, some uh, testing or certification b- before it gets approved and, and goes onto the list. What is the difference between testing and certification? And is Jaswick perhaps a, a, a certification, uh, a, 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 is it sort of a... a 
Is that the function of it? Or hundred percent. What what we've got is if we break down your question into little sections, testing. Um, of material gets done by accredited laboratories mm-hmm. to a specific specification applicable to that pipe fitting or terminal fitting. For example, if you take a single lever mixer, we see them all over the place, they would be put through a series of tests to ensure compliance with SANS 1480 because that is the spec applicable to that single lever mixer. Mm-hmm. Within that specific spec, there would be DZR testing, flow rates, torque test. Um, I, can, I can vouch of, for some of these. A variety of aspects that have to be looked at. Yes, I, I can vouch for having seen some of these tests being or taking place. Um, these fittings or these terminal fittings, like these mixers for argument's sake, they get attached to a, a mechanical um uh, t- testing rig and they open and close that thing for days on end open and close they literally abuse them to make sure that by the time they comply with the spec they'd be suitable for use or they'd mm-hmm. be out there as a quality product not failing after opening and closing once or twice mm. so yes it, it's quite a strict regime when it comes to testing to these specs the certification part is completely separate if i can yeah separate is probably the right word they that gets done by accredited certification bodies to give you a couple of examples and apologies up front for the ones that i do not mention the ones that pop in straight away mm-hmm. would be the sabs uh satas anor uh, there a lot of them but basically what they do is they then also get these test reports whether they do it themselves or whether they get them done by third parties mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a different kettle of fish that when someone is going to certify your product, there's a whole lot of contracts, checks and balances, etc. in place where we sign an agreement and if you deviate and they take samples, uh, once your first test and it's done, they'll take additional samples, etc. So the certification would be like that little SABS logo that you mm-hmm. see on material, that certification. Okay. But certification is... is also attached to the the testing that get done up front. Okay. Jazz Jazz Week itself, um, we're not actually involved with either either of these two groups that we refer to. We simply receive applications from manufacturers with paperwork from the laboratories or the certification body. Um, We assess the application, the list is updated. In other words, we take off the, or we add the additional new applications that were successful, but we also remove the expired ones because Mm -hmm. even your certifications got an expiry date on it. And then we, then the list is updated on a quarterly basis. So, and the new version is available on the website at www.jazzweek.co.za. And everybody can then basically, it's just a, like I said, it's a one-stop shop or it's a a one-point reference for whatever you need to make sure complies. That would be one of those. So, so that's you know you already when when all the stakeholders that you mentioned before, whether they be the manufacturers, the the, the installers, um, the general public, or architects for that matter, or municipal uh, representatives, 
when they go onto that list and they see a product listed there, it, it, they can have that assurance of knowing that this product has gone through rigorous testing and, and proper and accredited testing and then also has received certification to say that it does comply with all of the regulations, the bylaws, the standards, etc. Yes. So what is the process for for becoming listed through Jazzwick? You mentioned that people now, the, the marketing manager doesn't, or the sales representative doesn't need, necessarily need to, to drive around and go knock on municipalities' doors anymore. Um, and, and you mentioned that there is an application. Which we, we, I heard you mention the word quite a few times during this podcast that um, th- there's an application. So what is the... What is the process? Okay, uh, contrary to most municipal uh, correspondence or municipal um, administration work, it's actually quite a simple process. There are two options available when you apply. There's a what we call a comply route. Um, in short, the applicant provides us with a test report from a SANAS accredited laboratory which basically means that the laboratory um, is being monitored and the quality assurances in place for that laboratory. And that test report may not be older than a year. It must be relevant to that specific product. He, he or she, the company or the applicant, then completes this one-page application form and submits the application. And in this case... Um, I think it's one of the very few organizations that operate like this. We accept your application form, your paperwork, your brochure on the products, the, all the information that's relevant, and we do this whole process. And only once you get accepted and approved, mm. we'll send you an invoice. For so your application is actually for free until such time that we are happy that everything is in place and we're ready to list the mm. Other route um, is what we call the mark, which is pretty much the same, but the applicant would actually be an SABS mark holder. Okay. And just just to go out and bet for um, the other guys, uh, the only reason why the, the SABS mark, other than being our national certification body, is still there is that uh, probably 80 to 90% of the people referring to material in their local municipal bylaws will say that the SABS mark on that product would make it acceptable. So it's a historical thing that's always been around and the application gets treated in exactly the same way. Uh, We do scrutinize even the SABS test reports, et cetera, Mm. um, for accuracy, for being completed set. And then uh, the process then follows the basically the same route than the comply. The only difference would be that in the SABS's case or in that specific case, your your validity of your listing is basically the same term as your certification from SAPS. So mm-hmm. you can apply at any stage during your um, validity of your SABS mark, but the day it cancels, whether it's the two years or three years, or whichever you're applying for, the day your SABS certification ends, that's when your GSBIC listing ends. All right. So that's good to hear that there is a, a whole process of verification um, of the acceptable evidence um, and, and, and that, you know, in no formal way are the requirements uh, compromised, you know, the requirements from the SAN standards, bylaws, regulation, all of those. Um, but 
You're also saying now that by the time that that uh, certification expires or that stamp uh, expires, that that product will then or that component will then be removed from the list. So there is also a process of monitoring these uh, listed items. Yes. Um, there, uh, j- just before I answer that question, I'd just like to add on to that uh, listing procedure that if the listeners do go onto that jazzweek.co.za website, you'll see that there's a, an, uh, a whole process is dealt with on that landing page and the procedure in the application form is they're both available on there and it guides you in exactly filling in this form, adding that plus that plus that and mail it to that address and that's how simple the application is. Um, to get back to your question around the, um, the checks and balances, we've had cases before where the SABS have informed us that they were denied access for some products um, and they suspect something might be going on it's a simple tick of the box Uh, we contact our administrator your name gets taken off the list it gets put on pending or rogue or whatever there's various categories but basically you get taken off the list because there's a reason why you're not having tests done Mm. or we end up getting people that that used to have a certification and they change material or they change manufacturing plant or they do changes as in well it's not in contravention but contrary to the SAB's norm of how you're supposed to look at these various products we reserve the right we take you off the list because if there's anything we 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 put this list or let's put it this way the list is in place to ensure people or to um, give them that comfort of knowing that something's being done so if you act in any way that is contrary to someone that's playing by the rules, we simply remove you from the list until you can prove us wrong. That's the the, the short and sweet of it. Adrian, you mentioned now um, that people can go on to the Jazzwick website. Would you care to just uh, mention that website again, that web address? Okay, it's www.jazzwick.co.za and I am very proud to say that um, it's, a, it's a new version uh, it used to be. It used to look like an old municipal office. You walk in there as a stack of papers, and it was like the, it. It was literally that. And we have in the last uh, year, year and a half, we've actually updated that website. They can simply log on there, and their search functions to search by means. You can actually search by manufacturer if. If you're looking to get a specific, uh, like I said, maybe a metallic tap, you can search under SANS 226 and it'll give you all the ones that are listed. Um, you could search by spec if you're not sure who does what or what it's called, but you've seen this, the actual spec. You can search by spec. So it, it's a completely revised, new look, modern uh, website where you can go on and search whatever material you need to find. Just before we continue the conversation, have a listen to this. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. At Advanced Valves, respect and integrity are our core values. This means our products have been manufactured with the Proud Plumber in mind. The one who does not compromise on quality. The Proud Plumber who saves his customers money and time. You, who values the importance of using SABS-approved products. Visit your nearest plumbing store to purchase SS Preferred Valve brand. 
Advanced Valves, your trusted leader in building your reputation. Also available on Applama. Adrian, once again, I want to thank you for uh, joining me in this podcast. Just a last one before we uh, say goodbye to our audience. Uh, going onto that website, it's www.jazzweek.co.za and Jazzweek is spelled J-A-S-W-I-C, Jazzweek. Adrian, thanks, Stack, for having joined me in this podcast. And it's always a pleasure joining you. The serious, The serious end of this conversation is that Section 55 of our Consumer Protection Act states, and I'm going to quote it loosely, that every consumer has the right to receive goods that are suitable for the intended purpose, good quality and working order, usable for a reasonable period, and most importantly, complies with any applicable standard set under the Standards Act or any other public regulation. So basically, if there's a TAP and there's a standard for a TAP, the CPA says that that consumer is has the right to receive a tap that complies with that standard. Mm. So all in all, it, it, it's a technical thing. It is a plumbing thing. It's a building industry or it's a plumbing industry thing. But ultimately, I can tell you when when it's down to the nuts and bolts, the legal people don't need to know plumbing. They just need to know the legislation. And if you get caught on something like that, um, we find it regularly that local authorities uh, we get or Jazzy gets approached as a as the the listing body to or for a speedy assessment or listing or at least a confirmation of an application submitted to us mm-hmm. simply because the local authority has received has refused to sign off on a development because the product is not listed sometimes it's not even compliant and then the chaos starts mm-hmm. so it's a it's a simple free check on the list or it's a simple follow up before you get going it'll save you a lot of heartache in the end especially on the bigger developments but on that note Thank you for the chat and keep safe, everybody. Thanks, Stack, Adrian. And lastly, thanks, Stack, to our audience. Uh, we appreciate your time and your effort in having tuned in and listened to this episode. Just before we say goodbye, have a listen to this. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook, not only to find out more about the Man in the Band podcast, but also to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulate It Plumber. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in the Van Podcast, your regular audio drive time companion. 